What's up, everybody? Welcome to the podcast. My name is Zay. I am your host. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Mental Supplement. Today, we will be talking about anxiety. Uh, anxiety is the central nervous system's physio- physiological and emotional response to a vague sense of threat or danger. Um, in particular, generalized anxiety disorder is a disorder that is marked by persistent and excessive feelings of anxiety and worry about numerous events and activities. Um, I know from my experience with anxiety and other people's experience with anxiety in my life, anxiety can be a really debilitating thing and it can cripple people. Um, When I am at work, I know that social situations really trigger my anxiety. However, if I I know if I continue to show up, do my work, do my job good, um, continue to work, it, it, the anxiety never goes away, but it does get better to handle or to feel or to deal with. Um, If only I could create a chart for you to look at how anxiety affects a person, but all of this is all abstract because you can't go into a person's mind and uh, pick out anxiety. You got to talk to people and tell people what it's like, and then that's what I'm doing through this podcast. Also, anxiety can really cripple a person in a way that they can't get tasks done Some people, when they go to work, they may not be able to do things that other people can do. And then when they're asked to do those things, they get such a high level of anxiety because they may be less experienced that they never get that job done. Um, When I am at work and I am in a social situation, I do my best to get through the situation and to fulfill the customer's needs. However, I always, most of the time, I always start shaking, um, sweating, or talking really fast where I fumble over my words. Um, And you might be able to even hear that in the podcast sometimes because the podcast is also kind of anxiety inducing, unfortunately, but I I still like to continue to do this. Um, Generalized anxiety disorder. Um, People with this disorder, they are always on edge. They are always tense and they may have free floating anxiety, which is anxiety about anything really. And uh, it's a component of meta-worrying, worrying because you're worried. Um, that term in general is kind of scary, not going to lie, just to think about because I know for a fact that I've just been worried because I worry sometimes. And even you out there who may be listening, if you're worried about how am I going to get to school, how am I going to feed my family, how am I going to do this or that, that can really pile up on you. So a word of advice, I'm not your doctor. Please go get a doctor, a therapist, a psychiatrist. Um, Please seek help because they can help you through that. Their job, well, the therapist's job is to help you work through your cognitions, your thoughts, to help you better process things in life. And those worries are very serious worries hopefully you have the resources to get through them. And if you don't, don't feel afraid to ask for help. Don't worry about asking for help because strong people also ask for help. Another word about anxiety. I first encountered my anxiety probably when I was in kindergarten. Uh, That was when we had to, I think we had, I went to a, a school where we had to take naps in the middle of the day. I don't know if all schools did that, but we did that. And I could not 
I cannot function without having a picture of my mother right in front of me on my, my nap mat or the, the cot, basically. Um, I don't know what it was, but I just did not like being away from my mom in a situation where I had to sleep. So I basically never slept. I was always crying, just looking at the photo. That's all I remember. And my teacher was like, oh, he, he he's kind of, uh, he might be an odd one. But uh, no, I just had anxiety. Like, what the heck? Uh, but that's normal to an extent. Um, I wasn't like other kids. I always, sometimes I would like put up a fight with my mom. Like I didn't want to go to school and I'd start crying in the car and I'd cry on like the walk into school and it was a mess. But those were earlier signs that I have anxiety, uh, whether it's generalized anxiety disorder, whether it's separation anxiety, whether it's OCD. Uh, another part to talk about, OCD is also a component of anxiety. They kind of... Um, Comorbidity is the term people use when they have multiple mental illnesses. And if you have one mental illness, you're highly likely to get a particular specific other mental illness. So with OCD, OCD can be very anxiety inducing and it can be caused by anxiety. Um, whether it's people will like to always say like, I like my socks in a particular order because I'm OCD or I like my shoes all clean because I'm OCD. Well, that's not the full definition of OCD. OCD, obsessive compulsive disorder, means that you have, <clears throat> excuse me, means that you have compulsions and obsessions that kind of work with each other to screw, like not screw your mind, but because you have obsessions, you have compulsions and rigid behaviors or mental acts that people feel they must perform in order to reduce that anxiety or stop that obsessive thought. Um, obsessive compulsive disorder is really diagnosed when the obsessions or compulsions feel excessive or unreasonable or, or cause really like immense distress and sometimes danger, but also impeding your way of life um if if something like you can't leave the house without checking every single lock that's definitely a red flag if you have socks that are out of order and you need to do that to you need to do that thing that helps you reduce the anxiety of your socks being out of order whether it be ordering them or just taking them out and putting them back in like that might be something but that's also a small thing. I don't know if that impedes your way of living, but if it does, definitely seek help. Anxiety, uh, obsessive compulsive disorder is something that is as mental as it is physical. The mental part is the obsessions that occur in your mind, and the compulsions are the repetitive or rigid behaviors that you take to lower the anxiety that the obsession brings, whether it be doing something physical, such as checking all the locks, or changing your socks or ordering your socks um, that that brings down your anxiety now with me me personally my obsessions will be embarrassing thoughts or things that have happened to me in the past and my compulsions are the things that I do to reduce that anxiety that my obsession my obsessive thought brings me and I'll think about I have obsessive thoughts for like at least 
30 times a day when it's really bad and then i'll have them for five times a day when my anxiety or ocd is not as uh uh high basically my compulsion is what i tell myself and that is it could be anything to don't think like that or no stop don't do that it all depends on whatever the thought i that i'm having and sometimes it does take me away from my reality like i'll be washing dishes um i don't know what i'm doing because i'm having this obsessive thought and then i'm saying the compulsion out loud and then all of a sudden i grab a knife and i'm almost like not being careful with it because I, i'm not paying attention to what i'm doing or i'll be in my obsessive thought while i'm driving and I, I, I can't remember the past maybe five seconds. Um, and keep in mind, this may happen 30 times a day. So that honestly can be impeding your way of life. Um, I guess it does mine. Um, I don't know why I can't accept that. But yeah, it, it does impede my way of life. Um, and if it does you the same way, then definitely seek help. Again, I'm not your doctor. I'm just sharing my experiences so that you may seek help or you may inspire somebody else to seek help. Please talk with your family members. Please talk with your friends. Share this podcast about mental health because it's something that needs to be talked about, especially in this day and age where we have police brutality, racial uh, tensions are high, and COVID going on. Everybody's mental health is affected in a different way. And somebody may not have a disorder, but they may, they may also experience depression people that don't have disorders experience anxiety they experience uh obsessive thoughts so if, if you have a disorder this podcast is for you but it's not only for you it's for those that do not have a disorder it's for those that may be questioning if they have a disorder and in the future i will be posting a couple more podcasts periodically i plan to keep them short like this um please let me know how you felt about the podcast uh Please leave a comment in the comment section, uh, share this podcast, and thank you very much. Love y'all.